This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, May 16th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. It looks like Maryland is going to be spending $850 million over the next two years on school funding. Despite having significant reservations about the bill, Governor Larry Hogan is going to allow that to become law without his signature. The bill is called the Blueprint for Maryland's Future, and as I said, it's going to direct $850 million in state spending to public schools over the next two years, and the money is expected to start flowing as early as July of 2020. Explaining his decision, the governor sent a letter to House Speaker Adrian Jones and Senate President Mike Miller saying that he is concerned that the bill doesn't include long-term funding solutions for public school improvements and lacks sufficient academic accountability to make sure the extra spending results in academic games. While Marylanders are crying out for better outcomes, they are also demanding that local school administrators be held accountable for billions of state taxpayer dollars handed to them. Now, this bill is actually considered a first step toward the fulfillment of the Kerwin Commission recommendations, which will be implemented over the years. In local school news, Southern High School's principal, Catherine Fairherd, has been named the new principal for the new Crofton High School. After she wraps up at Southern this year, she will assume the role of principal, and she will spend the next year assembling the school's staff, working with the community members to form the school's culture. She'll also figure out its official name, choose the colors, as well as the mascot. And that Crofton High School is scheduled to open in September of 2020. Fearheard became principal of Southern High in, back in 2016, and she is going to assume her new role on July 1st. And even more school news. That policy that the Board of Education was considering about eliminating the valedictorian and salutatorians has been modified a little bit. There is a new policy under consideration now, which will allow high schools to select valedictorians and salutatorians based on qualities such as character and leadership rather than their grade point average. Under this new proposal, schools would continue to honor those who qualify for the Latin honors, which are the cum laude and magna cum laude and summa cum laude. And students who receive the summa cum laude recommendation can then apply to be considered for valedictorian or salutatorian. Then the valedictorians and salutatorians would be selected based on character, leadership, scholarship, and service. And if it is adopted on June 5th, the application and selection process will be determined by Superintendent Arlotto. Just a reminder to the restaurants and the food people in Annapolis. Last October, they enacted a prohibition on polystyrene or styrofoam products. That ban goes into effect September 1st of this year. Businesses using styrofoam for food service should start to use their current stores of the product in order to be in compliance with the ban on September 1st. If you get caught using the product after September 1st, it is a $100 fine for the first offense and $200 for subsequent violations. This is a fine levied on the businesses, not on somebody eating out of a styrofoam box. Annapolis is not alone. Anne Arundel County also implemented a similar ban, and that starts on October 1st of this year. And finally, the state of Maryland this year also passed a law banning the products, and that has a July 2020 effective date there. The type of phone that we're talking about banning are cups, bowls, plates, takeout containers, clamshells, trays, and the ban does impact restaurants, 
of all types, grocery stores, vending trucks, food carts, institutional cafeterias, and any other business that may sell or provide food for consumption either on or off the premises. A beloved tradition in Annapolis, the MRE's tug-of-war, which is always held in November, is in jeopardy. Actually, it is very close to not happening ever again. Last week, the MRE board held a meeting and voted to not hold a tug in 2019. The decision was made because of the lack of participation, not on participants or not on volunteers the day of, but in planning. We had learned that John O'Leary, who is the president of NapTown Events, who ran the Annapolis side this year, had decided to pull out and was not going to be participating in 2019. We talked to O'Leary and he said due to lack of financial support and time constraints, NapTown Events, which is O'Leary's company, has made the decision not to be involved in the MRE tug of war in 2019. Now, we spoke with the premier for the Maritime Republic of Eastport, Brett Curtin, who said that the MRE actually has run the Annapolis side for all but four of the 21 years of its existence. And quite honestly, they're just getting burnt out. While the tug does only last a day, there are months of planning that come down in advance of it. And at this point, there are only about four members that are really committed to doing it. And they, quite frankly, are unable to continue. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Perhaps. Pam Finley, who has run promotions in the area for many years, including two tugs for the Annapolis side years ago, has advised that she'd be willing to handle the Annapolis side along with Jody Danek, who is a business partner of Mayor Gavin Buckley and the general partner in the market house. We talked to Finley and she said she figures Annapolis would be a very small gathering prior to the tug and then afterwards everybody going over to the Eastport side to participate in the celebration and the fundraising. With that news, the MRE board met again in an emergency meeting the day before yesterday, and they came out with a compromise. If you want to save the tug, listen up to this. On June 4th at the Eastport Democratic Club at 7 p.m., the MRE will hold a recruitment social slash happy hour. They will be looking for people that are genuinely interested in committing to planning and organizing the events throughout the year. Patty Slaughter, who's the MRE's vice president, said quite simply, on November 2nd, there will either be a tug or a Day of the Dead party to mourn the end of the tug. It all depends on the support we recruit on the 4th of June. If you do want to volunteer, if you want to step up and be on their board, send an email to info at org or plan to attend the meeting on June 4th. It would be a horrible shame to lose this event in the city of Annapolis. Hey, we're going to mention it on Friday when we do it, but I want to give a heads up because it's starting to sell out. But Sarah Koenig, who is the host and co-creator of the most listened to podcast in history, Serial, which has a Maryland bent, obviously, comes to Maryland Hall for an onstage conversation at 8 p.m. on Friday, May 17th. Tickets are $25 and $35. You can get them at MarylandHall.org. And speaking of Sarah Koenig, we spoke with her the other day, and you want to check out that podcast at themarylandcrabs.com. It was quite fun and unique and got some interesting insight into Ms. Koenig and Serial. Speaking of podcasts and in recognition of Maryland Podcast Month, yesterday the Maryland Association of Counties made a huge mistake and gave me a mic on their podcast. If you want to hear it, it'll release a little bit later on today. You can check it out at mdcounties.org. And aside from me and all the crap I talked, if you want to keep the tabs on the State House and everything that goes on under that big wooden dome, the Conduit Street podcast is the one that you want to listen to. Again, I recommend that you get in there, you listen to it, you subscribe to it so it comes to your phone or your iPad. It gets delivered free. There is no cost. But check that out, mdcounties.org, the Conduit Street Podcast. 
And if you guys are listening, thank you for having me on. I had a lot of fun. It's always fun to chat with somebody else. All right, that does it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. You want to check out that first link in our show notes because it tells you all the different ways that you can connect with us. Of course, give us a recommendation or a review wherever you possibly can do that. And give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues and family as well. That's how we do grow. And I am eternally grateful for that. It is Thursday. We have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. And of course, we've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up in just a minute. But first, I need to tell you something about MacMedics in Severna Park. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, May 16th. Yesterday was a very nice day across the Annapolis region with sunny highs in the low 70s, and today will likely be just a bit better with temps in the 72 to 77 degree range for highs, though there is a small chance of some rain showers this morning. More 70s to maybe low 80s tomorrow with a small chance of some p.m. showers or maybe even a few scattered thunderstorms to end the work week, which would make the 16th consecutive Friday in 2019 with measurable precipitation at BWI Airport if it does rain. But regardless of that, it will be followed by a nice weekend ahead with highs in the upper 70s to mid 80s both Saturday and Sunday, though there is a very small chance for some minor rain showers somewhere in or near the region on Saturday, primarily Saturday morning. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmdweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. This is Sarah Koenig, host of the Serial Podcast. I'm coming to Annapolis, to Maryland Hall, on Friday, May 17th, for an onstage conversation about how we created Serial, how we make stories, well, how we make them good, and why they matter. I hope you'll come. For tickets, go to marylandhall.org. Welcome, Commissioning Week families. I'm Annapolis City Mayor Gavin Buckley, and I'd like to welcome the parents and family and friends of midshipmen who are being commissioned this week. The City of Annapolis is proud to host the U.S. Naval Academy, and we are always pleased to see the progress from plebes to officers. Enjoy our wonderful restaurants and historic district and shops. Make Annapolis your home for the week. We love you guys. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. 
Highlighting some of those, here's our Maker's Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Registration is open for Project STEAM Maryland's summer camp running June 24th through August 2nd in Owings Mills. Students 1st through 5th grades can enjoy camp activities with certified teachers including traditional and digital art, computer science, game design, 3D printing, day trips, sculpture, reading comprehension, swimming, fashion, engineering, and more. This weekend at London Town Gardens is Shore Party. Explore the maritime history of the South River with reenactors in costume, boats, and activities for the whole family. Try your hand at rope making and seamanship. Learn how sailors live day to day and experience the art and science of navigation. And also this weekend are the last few days of the Muddy Creek Artist Guild 10th Anniversary Spring Art Show and Sale at South River Colony Main Street Shopping Center. Check out the works of more than 50 local South County artists in a variety of mediums. Saturday at Maggiano's at Annapolis Mall is Kids Making Lasagna. Chef Abigail and her team teach kids how to construct a lasagna that you will take home and bake. A breakfast buffet will precede the class, and every class gets your kid points toward their own monogram chef code. Saturday at Truxton Park is the National Park Trust's Kids to Parks Day. Activities include various sports, hiking, fishing, kayaking, archery, wild bird demos, music, and more, organized by Annapolis Recreation and Parks. Sunday at Quietwaters Park is their monthly charity knitting event. The third Sunday of every month, this group gathers to knit or crochet baby hats and blankets for the Anne Arundel Medical Center. All skill levels are welcome. Sunday at the Chesapeake Beach Railway Museum, they're having a spring family fun day. And Sunday at Broadneck Park is a kite festival and community picnic. There are free kites for the first hundred children. Monday in Davidsonville, the Anne Arundel Amateur Radio Club presents Planetary Defense at NASA, finding near-Earth asteroids before they find us. And Tuesday at Whole Foods in Annapolis is their Half Pint Kids Club. This time they'll be making no-bake pizza crackers for kids ages 3 to 5. This week at Art Farm in Annapolis, on Saturday, is their mother-daughter photography portrait workshop for mothers and their daughters ages 8 to 13. Learn the basics of photography, get comfortable behind and in front of the lens, learn about different poses, and how to work with your subject from behind the camera. All experience levels are welcome. And Wednesday, Art Farm's adult intro to improv workshop continues. Learn the fundamentals of improv comedy, experience positive challenges, and tons of laughs. Improv is excellent for personal development, thinking on your feet, creative brainstorming, team building, and overcoming anxiety. Also, registration is open for Art Farm's summer art camps for kids. Camps include street art, animation, fearless photography, mixed media art, painting, drawing, storytelling, circus camp, and 3D sculpture. Voted the best fine arts camp in Annapolis, and sibling discounts are available. At Maryland Hall, now through August 15th, is Weather on the Water, an exploration of the conceptual and literal interpretations of this broad subject, featuring works from the Annapolis Arts Alliance. At Claybakers in Annapolis this week, both Sunday and Monday, they have a glass-fusing workshop making a seascape. This class will provide you with everything you need. You will be shown how to cut, break, and glue your glass to create your own seascape. This week at the Benjamin Banneker Museum in Park Nellicott City, on Saturday, is Snakes in Your Backyard. Frightened of the reptiles that might slither through your yard? Discover how the snakes of Maryland provide important ecosystem services. Also on Saturday, their Matt's Speaker Series continues. The Mid-Atlantic Turtle and Tortoise Society is dedicated to turtle and habitat conservation. Former Matt's VP, Keith Kelly, will discuss his adventures with turtles in Maryland and Florida. This week at the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, tomorrow at Discoveries at the Mall is Pirate Storytime. Saturday at Mountain Road is Minecraft. Saturday at Serona Park is Build a Drone Workshop, a hands-on workshop using STEM skills to model, build, and fly a drone from scratch. Tuesday in Deal is Dinosaur STEM Storytime for ages 3 to 5. Join a paleontologist to learn about dinosaurs through stories, songs, and simple preschool science activities. Wednesday in Crofton is their 3D print design class. Learn 3D design using Tinkercad. The objects you design will be printed after the event. This week at Unallocated Space in Severn. Tonight is their InfoSec Night. Introduction to web application penetration testing using Burp and Zap. Monday is their Project Night. Tuesday is their Software-Defined Radio Workshop covering the fundamentals of digital signal processing and other RF and basic electrical 
engineering concepts. Wednesday is our lockpicking workshop. Lockpicking as a sport and hobby is a fun mental exercise and involves manual dexterity and problem-solving ability and can be quite competitive. Also, Wednesday is their weekly open house. This week at the Pongo's Learning Lab and Coder Kids Club in Crofton. Saturday is the next in this series of the art and design and video games with Tyrone Barnes. Learn the basics of game design and how to create video game characters and environments. This session will also discover the design of Overwatch. Sunday at Patuxent Lapidary Guild in Annapolis, they're having a basic faceting workshop. Learn how to cut and round a gem from a synthetic garnet, including preforming, dopping, cutting, and polishing. And finally, this week at Annapolis Makerspace, tomorrow's our monthly analog gaming night, where Emmy will be showing off her favorite tabletop games, and you can bring your own favorites as well. Monday is our weekly electronics class. This week we're covering basic electronic components. Tuesday is our monthly CAD, CAM, and CNC workshop using Autodesk Fusion 360. Learn how to take your 3D design and apply it to a tool like a CNC router. And like every week, Wednesday is our woodworking night, and Thursday is our electronics night. And you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. There is a diamond of diamonds. It's from De Beers. Only 14 diamond tears in the world can touch them. Its name? Forevermark. And Zachary's is the only jeweler in the Annapolis area that has it. Not only is it beautiful and rare, it has a story, supporting women in diamond-producing areas around the world. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you don't just give, you give back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.